Good day. This is Hal Alpiar, and I'm here today with my co-host, Johnny Stites. Uh, Johnny and I were talking about marketing and specifically branding as a, a piece of that because branding kind of pulls everything together. We want to talk about what the rules of thumb are, give some examples, and talk about the subject in general. Uh, Johnny, you have an overview uh, of this you could share with us a little bit um, about maybe, you know, I don't know, the branding for your construction business. I, I remember seeing a little slogan there someplace. Well, our our uh, branding was we build relationships. It was kind of our motto, and we we were not consistent in branding early in my career in construction. We'd have different logos. We'd have different tags. Um, and we were sending a very different message out to the public. We didn't know who we were, and they certainly didn't know who we were. So I think branding is very important, and it's something that's way down the list of priorities and a lot of entrepreneurs because they're killing snakes and trying to make things happen in their <laughs> business. And it's uh, so difficult to think about something as innocuous as branding. Well, I think that the part of the problem of that is represented by that thought that you're correct about is that there tends to be a rush to do it and get it out of the way. And that's usually a disaster because, first of all, to, to, to do branding that works, there's a rule of thumb and it applies to probably 90 some odd percent of really successful branding. And, and I would say, I'd take a guess, I'd say 95.9%. It should be seven words or less. And and so the, the thought of taking the concept of a billboard, how do you – because if you're driving by a billboard, you're not really reading more than seven words. So the rule of thumb for a billboard is seven words or less. By the way, if you're doing billboards, that's a thought as well. We'll come back to that at another point. Mm -hmm. But you see a billboard with you know 20 words on it, it, it is not going to make its point. It isn't communicating and it's a big waste of money. So seven words of less uh, or less to develop a brand and a branding line is crucial. And when you do it, it can't sound forced. It it has to really represent what you're all about. Think outside the bun, says Taco Bell. Uh, Campbell's soup is mm, good. Uh, General Electric, we bring good things to life. Uh, you know, it just go, you can go on and on. Uh, uh, Energizer batteries it keeps going and going and going. These are all seven words or less for the most part. They they uh, sometimes imply more words. Uh, sometimes there are fewer. But those are the kinds of branding lines that work. In When you're doing this, don't think that you are such a genius that you've come up with the right thing on the first shot. And I would be willing to bet against you on that. It, it takes a lot of – you don't go into a closet and come out with magic. Um, I think that the way that you need to focus on this is to say to yourself, how do I represent my business in, in short and sweet? So this is a, a shortened version of the elevator speech we had talked about in the last show. It is. I noticed um, one of the rules is it make sure your branding theme line avoids using the words I, me, my, we, and ours. Yeah, can you say that again? That's a good point. 
avoid using in your branding words like I and me and my and we and our and ours and us. Why is that, John? <laughs> well, you want to be focused on the um, the client, you, yours. Yes. And, however, I would point out that my branding had we build relationships. Yes. And so we probably erred on the, uh, in the branding well, area could be. by having that. Be. I, I feel like it's important that you bring people in that are smarter than than you might be in branding so that they can be effective in helping you not uh, set up a brand that is offensive or in some way short. It leaves you, you sh- with a shortcoming. This is Johnny Stites talking, This is and I'm Hal Alpr, and talking about branding. I, I gave you a little rule of thumb before, and I said of thumb is important because there are there are no rules in business. <laughs> In spite of what we may say uh, or what you hear or what your great-grandfather told you or uh, uh, what MBA course you took, uh, whatever, there really are no rules that because uh, uh, other than maybe in accounting uh, where you know the debit is on the side near the window or something, that other than that, there really are no rules about how to conduct your business. Only you can do that. You have to make that work for yourself. And so in order to do that, the branding has got to represent all of that in very few words. It has to be your billboard. It has to say who you are, what you're all about, how you deal with your customers or your patients or your clients. And and it, it needs to paint a picture. I think a perfect example of that is – the Alka-Seltzer commercial is more than seven. <laughs> plop, plop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. <laughs> there but, you are. But doesn't it really carry the essence of what Alka-Seltzer does for the client? That's right. So it it is, uh, you know, yeah, there are longer ones, uh, um, but they're few and far between. And I'm sure they only got there by trying to focus on doing a shorter version and, and somebody said, oh, you know what, we can do one or eight or ten words and it'll make a big difference. And so if it works, then it works. Uh, again, there are no rules about it. The rule of thumb simply implies that what works for most people most of the time. Less is, a, is more, as they say. Yes. <laughs> uh, is less is more. And and is seven rules or less. I always liked uh, – uh, bet you can't eat just one, uh, uh, or good to the last drop. Th- There's so many that we could come up with. Um, one that I worked on for a long time was the dog kids love to bite for hot dogs, armor hot dogs. Of course, the Oscar Mayer Wiener song and uh, and uh, bet you wish you were an Oscar Mayer, wish you were whatever. So there, there <laughs> these things go on and on. The, the point is that you need to focus on your business, how to best represent it, how to cut that down into seven words or less. If it ends up being a couple ac- extra words, so be it. You know That's what you need. But see if you can make it seven. Make it be your target. Make it be what you strive to accomplish and see if it works. Try it out with people. Have a focus group to discuss it. We're going to take a quick break here and then come back with some uh, specific branding ideas and some thoughts you may want to jot down. Welcome back to Business Works. This is Hal Alpiar along with Johnny Stites. 
A number of listeners have asked if they can contact us directly, and yes, you can. Just send your email to hal, H-A-L, at businessworks, one word, dot U-S. Um, Johnny and Hal, both of us will get those, and we will address them in subsequent show. So we look forward to hearing from you. We're back on the subject of branding and uh, seven words or less and all of that, um, but there are no rules. That's a rule of thumb. You know, there are all these issues about branding, and and there is a need to take what you develop or what your wordsmith develops and try it out. Have a little focus group. Call a few people together who are typical customers or who would be good customers and ask them, you know, five or six people. Ask them what they think of it. Ask them to talk about it. See if you hear them say the kinds of things that you're anxious to project. Um, be careful with what you do that you don't talk out of both sides of your mouth. You want to protect your brand like it was your baby because it is. Be careful not to say something that's inconsistent with your branding message. One small slip-up is all it takes to take your whole company or business down, and that could be after years of doing things right. So stay alert. Don't get hurt with that. Uh, Johnny, you have some thoughts? I, I love what Laura Lake said about branding. Uh, she said, branding is not about getting your target market to choose you over the competition, but it is about getting your prospects to see you as the only one that provides a solution to their problems. I think that's really good, and that goes back to an earlier segment where we talked about making certain that that your uh, company has uniques. And I th- I find it interesting that many companies can't articulate what their uniques are. What is it that you do, the three things that you do that are your competition don't do? If you can identify those, then you you can message those to your customer base. But if you can't identify those, how do you expect your customers to know? Well, this is another way of saying that you, you are your brand. You yes. are your brand. And this particularly applies, by the way, has special application to professional practice owners and operators and managers as well as business business owners and managers. And, and if you just take that concept that you are your brand – that you never need any branding tips from anyone if you simply conduct your business with the utmost integrity and reliability and responsiveness and knock them dead customer service with every encounter that you have every day. But on the other hand, it's problematical. Regardless of who's on the receiving end, people you like, people you don't like, customers, employees, um, investors – Leaders in the community, advisors, suppliers, vendors, service providers, sales reps, others in your industry, your geographic and business community, your family and friends. Is that a tall order? Yeah. How tall can you stand? Yeah. You are your brand. And so how you say what you say is very critical. Well, also the the three keys to branding, as you know, are association, whether it's conscious or unconscious, consistency, that is of the message, the tone, the color of the messaging. And we've talked many times about repetition, seven being the magic number, words and images and benefits. That repetition part, uh, by the way, is not just the words or the numbers. It is also the colors that you use 
in your print and and online use of the brand or if you put it on the merchandising items that you get, uh, no matter where you use it, that the colors are always consistent. The, the words are always consistent. The appearance of those words is consistent. All of that's very important because that's part of what Johnny's saying. Repetition is what sells. Um, Would it, you speak to the one thing for me, and that is, is it important for the business name to be in the branding it's not critical. Uh, some very successful branding does not include the business name. But when you can, it is always preferable. If it can fit, it's always preferable. If you can make it <clears throat> rhyme and and not sound contrived, that's always preferable. There are a lot of little things that you want to try to do. But if you can't do them, then don't worry about it. Don't make yourself crazy that you can't rhyme it and make it make sense. Uh, or that you can't get the whole total name of your business in and make it make sense. Um, it It is what you're able to do. It's how much you can make it work for you. Uh, the great communicator, Marshall McLuhan, and I mentioned last show, I think, uh, said the the medium is the message. It's, it's, it's how the message is transmitted. You know, that's in print and broadcast and all every other way. And uh, merchandising items and things you say to customers and clients and things you say to patients and things your staff says, um, that it somehow has to always be at the forefront in terms of what's represented and the actual words you use and the ways that they're used. Um, and, and it needs to appear the same all the time. So I think so, we tend to think that you might respond to this. We tend to think that if our business is complicated, our branding has to be complicated. Yes. Yeah. No, it doesn't, of course. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the opposite should be true. Uh, that Probably the more complicated it is, the simpler the branding should be um, because people already have a vision of if you're in the tech business and they're not techies, uh, they think it's a big complicated thing. Maybe to you it is or it isn't, but it's what other people perceive about the type of business you're in. Other people think that if you are a surgeon, for example, that you live a very complicated life and that it uh, requires great training and all that. Well, it all may be true, but you want to represent what you do in simplistic enough terms that your patients understand it so that they're not going – leaving your office in a sense of in – in a state of confusion. And so if you don't do it as a doctor, somebody in your office staff, sure, better. Make it clear. Help people to understand what's involved. And that that happens with literature you hand them, with things you say, with uh, the, uh, what's on your website and all of that. And so it's a, it's a whole matter of uh, 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 of how it's presented. So uh, the branding gonna... could actually be done in the office and not out in the marketplace. Oh, yes, everywhere. And everywhere. so that's important to know for everywhere. And so we're uh, we're going to do it everywhere here. We're going to take a break right now, and we'll come back to you in a minute. Welcome back to Business Works. This is Hal Alpiar along with Johnny Stites, talking about branding and how the importance of branding can dictate the success or failure of your business. When your brand stands for something important, you must stand by your brand. And um, I, when I started doing branding branding programs for clients 
ba- back uh, 120 years ago when <laughs> it seems like. Uh, I, I didn't realize – really, it, didn't, it wasn't even called branding then. It was just a logo uh, is what it was called. And, and of course, logos are part of the branding. But at that point in time, I thought I knew it all because I had all these courses in marketing and advertising and PR and I, I worked for big ad agencies and, and I knew all this stuff. So when a client would call me and say, you know, I really want a better way to identify myself – and then they thought that I would go into a closet and come out with some magic answer. And so I thought that too. And and I did it and they would say, oh, that sounds great, you know. But then it didn't work and it would end up creating bigger problems than it was designed to solve. And so where I've ended up over the years is after learning that this was not the right approach. Here's just a piece of advice for you. If you run a business or professional practice, don't let outside – Experts, so-called experts, marketing, PR, ad agencies, consultants, don't let them sell you on what your brand should be or what your branding line should say. Only you can know that. Use these resources instead to best represent your, your ideas, your ideas, not their ideas of what you should be, your ideas of what you want for your business. And, and then – they become valuable to you. Johnny, you have some input on this? Well, I was going to suggest um, I had one of those uh, consultants come in and talk to me about our brand, and they said, your brand is clunky. Your brand has strange colors. They were orange and her bright yellow and orange and um, green, and you need to get a more streamlined brand. Well, we weren't a streamlined company. We weren't a sophisticated company from this, how he was talking about it. We were in construction, and our colors were Caterpillar Yellow and John Deere Green. That's who made the equipment that we used. So we wanted to identify with that and make sure that the people we were working for knew that we were in construction, that we were not um, a spit and polish kind of company that set back in ivory tower offices we actually got out there and did the work for people so um, i was glad to hear you say that because i just thought maybe i was stubborn or bullheaded and didn't want to take the advice of the consultant but sometimes consultants are doing what they think is best and they don't know what's best for your business that's true and i you know be careful not to Johnny's point, be careful not to underestimate the importance or the value of color, um, the the use of it, the meaning of it, the consistency of it in your branding, especially for online uh, applications where it would be globally uh, seen because acceptable colors, by the way, in some countries are – have devastating meanings in other countries – and so if you're looking to do business, uh, you know, outside the United States w- with something, you better be checking it pretty – checking it twice is what the – naughty or nice? Is that the – Right. <laughs> well, also I think uh, the consultant can help you in uh, avoiding – helping you to avoid using all-inclusive words that send electrical jolts of exaggeration down the spines of your clients – uh, and cast a shadow of doubt on everything else your business represents. 
Yeah, I, I think um, uh, this is Hal Alpior and Johnny Stites you're listening to on BusinessWorks. I, I think that uh, uh, branding is um, is a two-edged sword because if you're if you're not doing it right, if it's not really representing everything, uh, if you try to be too cutesy with it, if you try to be too gimmicky with it, if you try to make a joke out of it, that's what you're communicating, and people are going to get that that you're not serious about what you're doing. That they, you know, and it's so rare that something like that actually works. And and when it has in the past, um, it, it's only been with millions of dollars spent behind it, um, and and done in a in a way that was um, widely researched to find out what consumers thought of it long before it was ever put out in public. So I wanted to add that I think your brand is all about how you stand where you stand and how you represent your foundation and posture to the rest of the world. Right. And that emphasize that word you, because as a business owner, you want that brand to represent you and your culture and your core focus. And you do not want that to be the the outcome of some consultant who's in for a day and out for a day. Right. Uh, so I think it's important to be very focused on what kind of brand you want to demonstrate to the world in your community. And if you don't put some thought into that, you're going to end up in the wrong place. Well, there and, and there are three keys to this, to effective branding. Um, uh, and, and there are three words, association, consistency, and repetition. Association, basically, you're talking about conscious and unconscious. What What people – Think from looking at the words you're using as well as what they may not think but what maybe they feel from it. Uh, A lot of times people don't say what they think. So that association part is really important that you kind of research it a little bit and find out in a – as I said, a little focus group discussion what people really think about the words you're using. Take each word. What does it mean to them? You'd be surprised at what some people are going to say. Consistency, the second thing, uh, consistency of your message, of the tone of your message, of the colors you use, of the product or service characteristics that you're talking about, and the values of it. Uh, Delivering what you promise is basically what that means. Um, Repetition, of course, uh, Johnny's mentioned too, of the words, the images, the benefits, the application. So it's all of these things combined that make a difference. Branding, uh, be careful with it. Spend a lot of energy on it, not a lot of money. And make sure that uh, you know you can spend the money later once you've got the magical uh, line. But but be careful with it. Uh, Try it out. And um, we'll look to see you next week. And thank you very much for your time today. We look forward to hearing from you uh, with your emails to hal at businessworks.us. And we'll try to address your issues in the next show. Thank you. Have a great day.